Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great mind. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Pretty good theme song. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a great song. I also like that uh, he has a band. That's what I think is really funny. Is I always just thought of it as, as the bard, but then I realized that he's got a lot of backup additional instruments. instruments. There's a tambourine. Yeah, yeah. And a flute and like little... T- yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. Uh, welcome to Spelt Lore, everybody. Uh, my name is Sean O'Hara. I am the Game Master. And with me, our player is Jessica. Hello. Abdul. Hey, guys. And guest player, Mark Robertson. Hello. We're recording in Mark's basement because he's a big boy with his own house. <laughs> that, it's <clears throat> mostly my wife's house. Let's move on. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, they arrived at the High Spear Mall, the largest mall in all of the principalities, probably the world if you think about it, because what other culture <laughs> would build a big old mall? And Billy and Tacoma arrived at the High Spear Mall at the suggestion of Colonel Dan Fossey, uh, because Dan knew of an elf who served with his father and might know a little something about uh, what potentially happened to Ving, because the idea is apparently that Ving may not be dead and may in fact be trapped in the spirit world. So they met Shethane Wick, ranger, security guard, angry person, and now they're here. And what was the last thing? Does anybody remember? Sort of, somebody want to give me a recap of uh, the mall antics? Yeah, we. I think we. Uh, Shethane said that he would look into our predicament with our friend mm-hmm. as long as we helped him deal with some of the gangs of New York style <laughs> conflicts that are happening in the mall, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. With the hot meat boys, yeah. And the what were the other and two? The cool. The cool treat kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool treat and, yes. and the rock pirate clan. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the the three known the triad that's uh, what mm-hmm. did you call them? The food court. The food court, yeah. The food court. Because there's like each of them has the head of the gang that uh presides over yeah. some industry. And I think I thought it, it was basically, you know, being managed under control, but it turns out that the hot me boys have, have uh they're the ones that sabotaged Mike Speeds. Yeah. Or the, the mics meets in that end of the mall. Anyway. Yeah. But the very last thing that happened was Billy noticed that he was being followed. Yeah. By the gentleman who attempted to confiscate your weapons at what was supposedly an official weapons check when you came into the mall. And Billy almost gave up his crystal, the little light crystal that he has used to uh, interesting effect very recently and was able to poison... Poison seems like such a strong word for what you do. I guess like coerce. Yeah, coerce yeah. through the use of poisons. Yeah. yeah. It's like a roofie. Yeah, I yeah. roofied him, oh, but boy. not for sexual ma- manner- matters. The matters. fact that you. <laughs> <laughs> That's an entirely different technique. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, through that, you were able to keep your crystal. But apparently, the issue with that, the side effect was that you are now being followed by that person and another person. 
and they're cool. keeping an eye on you from nearby. So what do you do? It's nice. It feels like it like we're special. Yeah, you know? like especially after Tuck's fan run in and then this guy following me, I feel like kind of cool. Yeah. Like, wow. But that only lasts for a minute. And then I realize that maybe it's dangerous. So mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to Tuck mm. really cash. So please talk to Tuck really cash. I am. Okay. So I, I yank on his finger uh, to like pay attention to me. Oh, oh, there you go. Hey, buddy, what's up? Uh, like, don't look right now. Don't do it. I see you looking. Don't look around. No, just look at me in the right, eyes. Okay, 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 okay. I'm looking at you, and then I lift you up to my face. <laughs> so that guy who, like, asked for our shit, uh-huh. I mean stuff, <laughs> he's following us, and I don't know what to do about it. Okay, let me discreetly look over there, <laughs> and then I... I open my eyes real wide and I turn my head. Hey, be cool. Okay. Tuck, I said I be, be cool. cool. No, look. be okay. Be way cooler. Which one is he? Are you the looking? One. Are the you one. Lo- the one that we talked to for like 10 minutes that I gave the golden route to. Okay. Yeah, I see him. So Billy, you see that they have like split off into the group and they appear to be, well, one is coming more towards you and the other has started going around. Oh my God. How did they know? <laughs> i'm like walking along with you guys yeah and then i see you getting weird yeah uh we may or may not be being surrounded do you want to roll me a discern realities real quick sure yeah so that'll be 2d6 plus wisdom because obviously you've been keeping an eye out and tantamile's been keeping an eye out actually does tantamile have anything any trainings that might my animal companion is trained to fight humanoids mm-hmm. uh and also has uh, scouting, guarding, labor, quick reflexes, and is stealthy. When you work with your animal companion on something it's trained in, add its cunning to your roll. So you're going to roll 2d6 plus your wisdom plus Tantamile's cunning. That's five, seven, nine. See? That's awesome because that was uh, not a good roll. And it was almost an unmitigated success with Tantamile. So you get what, but you do get one question off the discern realities list. I think um, what is about to happen? Uh, yeah, what is about to happen is those two gentlemen who you actually see and you recognize as being members of the Hot Meat Boys <laughs> gang that runs, oh, yeah. ver- runs various rackets in the High Spear Mall, including... Including fake weapons check. Including fake weapons checks, but they also run a lot of restaurants. What restaurants? You've mentioned that there is more than one Mike's Meats location. Right. Yeah, they run... Most of them, except for Trevor's. Right. And you think that that's probably part of the issue? Yeah, and they've been trying to pressure him. Is, yeah. is Mike part of the organization? Maybe the Mike, Hot Meat Boys? Maybe Mike's the leader of the organization. Whoa. You wouldn't know. Mike. Actually, Abdul, you uh, you were the you came up with the Hot Meat Boys. Yeah. Who's the leader of the Hot Meat Boys? Yeah, it's a, a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag, <laughs> who, who runs the world? Girls. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, it's a woman... Uh, who every time you I tell like how he does that, he's like, everyone should stand up and applaud. Now <laughs> created every, an imaginary character. Every woman. time you tell a joke that I'm worried is going to make it in, I take a glance at West to see if he's writing down a timestamp. <laughs> I'm just like, is he, does West know? We're at least making a concerned face. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, it, it is a woman. It's a woman. And yep. uh she has one name, not uh-huh. a, a a first name and a last name. She's a dwarf woman. Oh, this is the first dwarf character we've introduced. Uh she's a dwarf woman called Haffy McGee. Oh my god. 
You said she had one name, and then that's you all her- one name. <laughs> you seconds after you said she had one name, not a first name and a last name, you gave her two names. Okay, I did not remember that I said she had one. <laughs> she had, okay, she has one name, and it's it's Veranda. Her name is Veranda. Okay, she's just got the one name, and that name is Veranda. Yeah. Okay, and she's a dwarf. And she's the leader of the Hot Meat Boys. And she fights with, legend tells that she fights with brisket pulling skewers. You know those okay. things? They're used to pull like hot, like brisket. She like puts those in her hands and she like fights with them. And she's very short and stout, but very fast. Mm-hmm. Like she can like rip through a room full of 10 guys before the first guy has even like landed a single blow. Whoa. And it like just shreds their knees and legs. Yeah. Jeez. Christ. Yeah. And then she'll make brisket out of them. Uh, she what? eats people. God in heaven. Okay. So, <laughs> but I, I think we still didn't. Did what? we find out what was about to happen? <laughs> <laughs> we, we did not find out what was about to happen. So, what is about to happen <laughs> is uh, you notice that these members of the Hot Meat Boys, who you recognize, are signaling to other people in the crowd and they are mobilizing and trying to kind of trap you. The gangs here, thankfully are smart enough that they know that open violence is usually not smart because there's mall security for one, which is, you know, effective in its own way. But then there's the greater like high spear guard. And if the guard get involved, then that's like usually bad news. So they're not going to just, draw swords and start hacking people up right now, but they are trying to kind of corral you. All right. I'm going to recommend that we head straight back to security headquarters. Okay. That sounds good. Billy? Uh, Sure. Is there like an exit, you know, an emergency ex- exit in that office? Oh yeah. The, the whole, the whole mall is like, is riddled with, with uh, back entrances and secret pathways and, and some, most of them I know. So you're trying to get through? We're trying to get through the crowd over to one of the maintenance corridors in between a couple of shops and okay. scooch in there. Then I would call that a defy danger. Uh, do you guys want to aid? Well, I guess there's... Is there any way that you can think that you would be helping? I would. Scr- I guess I could scrunch down so people can't see me as much. <laughs> I'll uh, stretch up so I can look more <laughs> average. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck is ducking and Billy's getting taller. Like, right, yeah, yeah, wait, I, great. Okay, so yeah, if Billy and Tuck want to try and help, scrunching and stretching. I, I got, got four. I got eight. Wait, what do I, is it? Plus what? Bond. So four. Yep. And eight. I so that's, fail. A, that's a partial success, which means that you do get a plus one. Okay, nice. and I got eight plus two, so. 10. 10. So, yeah. yeah you... And I guess I I guess I tried to pretend like I was a fancy lady, and I was like, ooh, this mall is nice. <laughs> wow. And drew more attention to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and just generated three eye rolls. One from a giant beaver cat. <laughs> uh, so, go ahead and mark a point of experience for failing. Sick. What happens first is Shethane with Tantamal sort of right at your leg. You're walking with Tantamal through the crowd. People are moving out of the way because they know your security and they also know that Tantamal is a giant <laughs> predator. And Billy, you're kind of right behind Shethane and Tantamal. Mm-hmm. And you see the hot meat boys try and get around you. But it's that sort of thing where you move in just the way that they don't expect you to and then they get stuck behind some people and they're like, son of a... Like they can't quite get there. And you get to a little side corridor 
that if it existed in the real world would would have one of those like crash bar sort of door handles like in a mall and uh you pop through there into a little side hall used for maintenance workers and security and stuff and tuck as this is happening you get to this door this is a small door oh it's too small for me like shithane is tall but lean Uh and billy is the size of a soccer ball Uh but it's too big for you to get through i can't get into it you would really have to shove your way in there uh, okay can i do that can i just try uh yeah winnie get- the pooh style to just <laughs> shove myself into this door yeah they're getting close okay <laughs> these corridors are used for like the the maintenance in workers mostly so it's quite small how narrow maybe three feet we've established that my character is like five feet wide almost. yeah seven feet tall just about yeah yeah because it's like Holy torso shit. right yeah he's yeah. a huge he's he's almost inhuman in how big he is okay can i try and cram yeah cram it uh they're getting close though, okay so and i'm you... getting a little bit nervous so i i i try and i'm like i'm fine but this is pretty <laughs> narrow uh so this would be a di- wait hold on hold on okay well i rolled a two no 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 hold on <laughs> We didn't. We didn't even establish what you're doing, what you're rolling. Like okay. you just rolled dice. Okay, that was yeah. a chaos roll. It did, that was <laughs> yeah, not yeah, related yeah. to the. Yeah. Uh, so you're trying to shove yourself in there. So do you think this is like? Are you trying to contort yourself? Or are you trying to force yourself through? Uh, I think yeah. I'm trying to force myself in. So I would probably call that a strength. Yeah, defy danger strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you cram yourself in. Uh, you're really crunched up so you can't move very quickly and you're just trying to close that door uh-huh. but you did still fail when oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> one roll ago sorry <laughs> uh so you are cramming yourself in and it's already a tight squeeze uh-huh. and there's a door swinging shut behind you uh-huh. and you see that it's about to swing shut on one of the necks of your loot oh no but the hot meat boys are closing in uh-huh. so you can either let it close and break part of your loot uh-huh. or you can just l- leave it open and deal with the consequences yeah the loot is uh is a two necked with one body piece yeah and then it has uh, an extra head on one of the the necks that changes the tunings for uh, a third set of strings mm-hmm. that runs perpendicular to the first two yeah and that's the one that smashes yes yeah that's the head that snaps oh, fuck <laughs> i close it on the loot. Yeah, and you hear it just go like crunch twang. Yeah. That's like s- string snap. And I'm like, whatever, I don't care. It'll probably sound better now. <laughs> you but, see there's a little locking bar behind the door. Okay, and then yeah. I, I slam that down. So you basically lose two thirds of your string God. tuning ability. No, one third. No, because it broke both of them. Because it's got the one neck has two heads for tuning two sets of strings. Wait, that's the one that breaks? Yeah, that's the one that breaks. Ah, fuck. <laughs> But you hear the... Uh, I paid a third of a gold coin piece for this. Say It's a big mall, though. It's like Mall City. Yeah, maybe yeah. I can so get I think it fixed there's, Yeah, somewhere. there's a shortened McLean's music store. <laughs> Thick. I think, unless it's closed down, because... Uh, only Canadians will yeah. get that reference. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. If we have time. Yeah. So you hear the hot meat boys slamming on the door, going, damn it. He got through. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up with other time. Uh, wait, and then I turn back through and I'm like, fuck you guys. So Can uh, I taunt them through the door? I guess so. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, ha idiots. 
You hear nothing. Yeah. I'm like, hey, are you guys still there? No response. Hey, did you hear that burn? (laughs) (laughs) I just love your significant effort to defeat the stealth move that we used to sneak in here. I think they're gone, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Billy and Shethane, you turn around and Tuck is like crouched down into a sideways ball like shoved into this little tiny corridor which billy you feel you find quite comfortable you didn't even really probably notice that it was that small yeah i'm actually like doing some stretches <laughs> <laughs> so you uh yeah you're in the maintenance corridors so is shethane's move basically get back to the yeah we're security office security office yeah and it's probably a pretty straight not straight shot but it's probably pretty easy through the maintenance tunnels like there's not really any reason that it wouldn't connect to that area yeah does yeah. it open up at all or am i just scraping through the whole time um you're going pretty slow for a while and then you get to a larger area that has like copper pipes running through like you hear rushing water and cool banging and there are a bunch of small figures in the in this room working on the pipes and pulling on pulleys and cranking things. What the hell are those things? Those are elves. Oh. Yeah. My dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a bunch of like knobbly kind of potato looking people with long arms and legs, but are about three feet tall working away on ladders and in harnesses on different pipes. And they're just going, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> Holy shit. I forgot how creepy these guys are. <laughs> and they're just working away. They don't even like they, as you walk in, they go, Oh, one tips its little cap to you and they keep working. Can we like talk to them? See if they've heard tell of uh, an elf named mm. Grimsby. Uh, you could. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I curtsy. I don't really know how, <laughs> <laughs> to introduce myself. Oh, hey there. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, good, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Good. Just working, working away. Yeah. What's, can I help you? <clears throat> My friends and I are, um, we're just curious if you know of a of an elf named Grimsby. And- or called grimsby yeah (laughs) good 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 specification and they all sort of stop what they're doing oh and there's like a hush that falls over the room they're like grimsby the traveling elf oh is that what he is now he's a he's a strange one cast off the yoke of uh of work and 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 traveled the wide world we you know grimsby came but through here Wow. It was amazing. He just was here to pick up some supplies before he went on to the next place. I've never seen anything like it. He just came here and he bought some stuff. <laughs> then he hit the road. It was amazing. And they're like, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. And at this point, I've kind of like catched caught yeah, up. And, and it I'm opens like, up and you can stand up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, uh, what, um, what, where was he going? Oh, he didn't want to say. Where was he coming from? He didn't want to say. That's Grimsby. <laughs> Can we play like a little theme tune t- t- <laughs> That's my Grimsby. <laughs> <laughs> Credits roll. Um, yes, yeah, so they're like, oh, if you are friends of Grimsby, you're you're friends of ours. Oh yeah, I would. We're friends. Oh. We we inspired him to to take this journey. Oh wow, that's. You know, it's not never anything that I could do. Oh, and they're like, "Oh, no, 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 no." But but the fact that one of us is able to to take in the wonders of this wide world, oh, that's pretty amazing. 
pretty amazing. If you ever, if you ever see Grimsby again, you tell him old, old TikTok is a big fan, big fan. Oh, cool. Uh, TikTok, my name is Tuck, and then I extend like a little finger. Yeah, and he grabs it with his whole hand. Yeah, and I'm like, good to meet yeah. you. Oh, wonderful to meet yeah. you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. do you, how, do, how do you guys like communicate with one another in the structure? Like if we want to get a hold of you or whatever. Oh, you know, the tubes. Just the like, tubes? Just like anywhere else. Okay. Finest, in, finest elf invention of the last 20 years. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. You just hit a tube. And uh, we'll be there. Cool. And they kind of like tip their cap to Shethane, like, good to see you. Good to see you. And, and then I'll get back. give a very slight eye roll, because I'm not a big <laughs> fan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I suggest you guys get back to work. And they're like, oh, <laughs> no problem. All no right. problem. <laughs> you guys done chatting with yourselves? Yeah. I guess so. I guess, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're, they're cool. Let's go. <laughs> Okay. What is your deal, man? What As we were walking it, yeah. away, I want to ask him, what's, why don't you like those elves? I'm, a, I'm an elf. No, but they're, they're like, the, they're bureaucratic elves. You're like tall. And, You're like the- yeah, exactly. Is there like, a, like a, con- a race condescension between elves and elves? We established that they're not the same thing. I know, but yeah. like, it seems like there's racial tension between. Well, I mean, people do often get us mixed up, so... Um, I think the difference is pretty obvious. Yeah, I mean, it's very obvious. Yeah. So. Unless, like, you're far away and then a, there's an elf really <laughs> close. <laughs> then maybe I could see confusing you. Right, and you see 100 of them doing a job that one of us could do. Yeah. And you get confused. Do you want to be fixing the pipes, though? That's their job. Yeah. That's why they exist. Okay. Maybe right. we shouldn't get into this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's really anything to get into. We can just head back to headquarters. Yeah, okay. So you guys head back to headquarters. <laughs> can I this, talk to just Billy yeah. while we're walking? Yeah. Did that seem uh, weird to you? That was, uh, even to my standards, super awkward. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I could talk to him, but I'm kind of too scared now. So I'm just going to keep walking like this yes. with my eyes really big and my chin tucked in and and so you guys quietly walk back yeah i guess the rest of the walk is in silence mm-hmm. wonderful so you uh, lead them back to headquarters <laughs> through the pipes there are some points where tuck has to shove himself into a corridor again and kind of crab walk and um you get back to uh to security headquarters if you guys could just take the uh the items that you took with you take them to the quartermaster check them back in and I'm going to upgrade your passes to uh, full deputies. Oh. Oh, okay. What what sort of uh, things do we get for that? You now need full portrait ID. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and you're authorized to carry weapons. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Fucking sick. I already have been. <laughs> <laughs> That's something we like, should probably chat about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good, because I still have mine. <laughs> and then I lick both my hands and kind of rub them on my face to make myself presentable. <laughs> <laughs> still really dirty, though. But like now it's kind of smudged around. Yeah. Yeah. There's handprints <laughs> yeah. on your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's a couple other things you're going to need from the quartermaster. You actually look like a raccoon. <laughs> As full deputies, you get uh, deputy uniforms. Oh, cool. Which consist of uh, beautifully elf-crafted police gear. Mm. You're given a little suit. There's one that's kind of baggy. That's for Billy. Oh. And one that's way too tight for 
for Tuck. Uh, does this look weird? It's uh, like booty shorts almost. Wow. <laughs> or it's like capris, right? Nice. Like, so, oh, wait. Booty? Like, if they're booty shorts, no, yeah. I'm kind of into it. <laughs> oh, no, they're this like... This is the most clothes I've ever seen on you. Uh, check it out. Wait, what is that? Oh, yeah. You're wearing, like, pants and a shirt and stuff. Am I wearing pants or what? Uh, well, it would they would be capri pants, basically. Okay, I'm going like, to take my bill hook and just, like, cut them into booty shorts. Nice. Wonderful. Right. I am disappointed because I... Don't like the sound of uniforms, but I thought when he said elf stuff, I thought it was like his cloak, and it's mm. not. It's so, not. Yeah. No, it's like it's like really sort of really this. light leather, blue, dark dark blue leather armor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, are you are you very interested in the cloak? Because mm-hmm. you do remember that you have a piece of fabric that is very similar to his cloak. Okay, so I kind of like eye up Shathane, and I kick the uniform aside, and I pull out my little blanket thing. <laughs> And I just wrap that around my shoulders, and I say, "Okay, I'm ready." Oh, beautiful! That's a uh, that's a beautiful piece of uh, buttermoth silk. Where did you get that from? My mom. Um, buttermoth? What's that? Yeah. yeah. What? What's that? Because um, my mom didn't tell me what this was. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, Mark actually came up with all this. It's pretty cool. Really? Cool. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, buttermoth. Uh, it's just a plain old big moth that flies around. Very common. When he says big, he means like this big. Yeah, wow. like like sp- sparrow-sized moth. That's that- yeah, the flies <laughs> oh, around. Oh, sorry. When he <laughs> says when when Mark says this big, he means the size of like a small dinner plate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said uh, sparrow size. Yeah, yeah, sparrow size. That's better than me making a circle with my hands for an audio <laughs> format. Um, so, uh, so butter moths, large, very common, uh, but the silk is very rare. It's it's difficult to get the cocoons without them rotting and then process them. Um, it's only done by the finest skilled laborers. It's really beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. It has all of the other properties that you expect from a butter moth. It's fireproof. Um, wow. Has the wings of a... Buttermoth, fireproof, wow. pretty much everything. Fireproof is made out of buttermoth <laughs> wings. Wow. wow. Um, so it's mainly fireproof. Mainly and fireproof. It, it kind of, it changes color a little bit, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like, like a buttermoth's wings almost. It has that sort of oily, mm. if you just stay still long enough, it pretty much makes you invisible. Cool. Yeah. So, wow. and what I, I was thinking about this, what that would actually do for you. So, that, so, uh, Shethane has a move called camouflage that when you keep still in natural surroundings, enemies never spot your movement or never spot you until you make a movement. So if he just goes into a natural area and doesn't move, he can't be seen. So since Billy doesn't have that move, mm-hmm. that's probably what it would do for Billy. If you don't move, as long as you're wearing that cloak, wow. um, you should be able to, and it is in natural areas. Like, you wouldn't just be able to hide on, like, the sidewalk. But uh, for Shethane, what it'll do is when you do that, you also get to ask a move from the discern realities list. Yeah. As cool. you, like, are able to quietly observe your surroundings, you get one move from that list. Cool. What is, the, what is the top half of the uniform look like? Just so I know. It's like blue leather. Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, dark. Like, so the helmet, you got a little helmet. It's more like a little hat helmet kind of thing. Oh, I don't kind, like that. Kind of like the top half of Captain America's helmet but without the eye part built oh, okay. into it okay okay yeah. i'll wear the helmet and i'll tuck my hair under that okay mm, yeah. nice oh Can yeah because it's not because your thing is a cl- is a cape not a cloak because it's just raw fabric yeah you'd have to get it made into a like cloak i'm just i wanted. just tied it around my neck in yeah. fact i'm gonna double knot it after all that stuff he said it sounds really important so <laughs> i'm just gonna make sure that that doesn't fall off and i i guess i'm gonna like kind of mod mine a bit where like because the jacket in the largest size is tight, so I'm just gonna like <laughs> cut it down the front, 
Uh, so now it's like it's it's flapping out loose like a vest, and I cut the arms off, so it's more like a vest. So the, yeah. quarter, the quartermaster's losing his mind. <laughs> yeah, there's like a there's like a, a like a fifty year old human man yeah. who's watching you do this with his hands in his hair. Like, oh my god, no, please no. But and Shethane's just like Flinko Flynn. It's fine. Just what was his name? Flinko Flynn. Flinko Flynn. <laughs> Flinko Flynn. The quartermaster. Just, just I'm gonna have to replace that now. So yeah, no problem. Don't um, don't worry about it. Okay. All so right. I yep. hand him back the pants that the, oh the legs of the pants I cut off. I'm like here you go. Oh thank you. And here's thank the, you. Here's the arms. Oh you're so kind. Thank you. Thank you for being so respectful. And I put out my hand to shake his hand. Like, You're a kind man. He shakes your hand, but he does it really sarcastically. He's like, oh, thank you. Good handshake. Thank- I'm just going to go. <laughs> he just walks away. As, and as you walk away, as he walks away, you can hear him going like, there's only so many times you can sarcastically say thank you. And he leaves. That guy's nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys are fully equipped now. We need uh, just the last step is, uh, as I said, you got portrait-based ID now. We need to head down to the amusement park because that's where we have a standing contract with the caricaturist. Okay. Cool. And, uh, and uh, incidentally, this person uh, also runs a, uh, although I don't totally approve of it, runs a fortune-telling business out of the back of her caricaturist hut so uh i don't fully understand what you guys think you're messed up in with your friend but there's a good chance she's gonna be able to figure out what's up oh okay cool there's some way she can help you now i do want to know does shethane think that this fortune teller is legit yeah okay so does shethane know that this fortune teller is legit is this like a spirit thing um what she does now yeah in the mall Telling fortunes and stuff is mm-hmm. just like regular old yeah. scam artist type stuff. But she has. But he knows her from before. Oh, so from the day, from the, the before times. And so he uh, he thinks that she's genuinely going to be able to figure out what's what's up. Okay, but yeah. So my so my question is, does or maybe we could just like I just want to know, does Shethane one hundred percent know for sure that she has power, or does he is he pretty sure that she does? He knows that she has power. Okay. He's not sure exactly what she's going to do yeah. or or how, what she might be able to do. But if yeah. anybody can can figure out uh, if something can be done, it's, it's going to be her. What's the name of the amusement park, guys? Yeah. The Yesterland. Oh, cool. <laughs> so in so, a medieval style fantasy world, it is based on the... It is past theme. So I, I think so that they like... have things that happen in the amusement park that are all done with... Um, not too much with the spirit world, but things happen through... The things that we know how they work, like alchemy and um, enchantments and things like that. So the mechanical things that we know make this universe work. And they use those to make things that remind people of back when magic worked. Oh, oh my God. So it's, so it's a magic-themed amusement park. Yeah, wow. exactly. What what the, what the world was like back before the... Uh, yeah. That's fucking awesome. I like that a lot, that it's like, ooh, it's... Whoa. Ooh, the wizard coaster. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you draw, you go through the and roller so, coaster and, and it's a wizard teller, like, Woo. His friend, the fortune teller, is like pretending that she's doing these things. Yeah. And everybody's passing it off. It's like, oh, that's cool. But in fact, they're made, there's like a little element, a little sliver of it that's real. Yeah. Yesterland. But I think if there's any elements, any any... Uh, any little wisps of magic still existing. Yeah. This is kind of where the people that oh. where those things would happen. So it's so your friend, so Shethane's friend came here, kind of to hide out because she did have power and right. she knew that this was a way to have a decent life, but also not draw unwanted attention. That's fair. Cool. So there's a magic themed amusement park called 
Yesterland. Uh, Jessica, would you like to establish um, a feature of Yesterland? Okay, so it's just a lounge and they serve coffee and like all the people who serve the coffee are um, bearded and they wear like checked, like checker slash plaid um, outfits. Mm -hmm. Like people think wizards did during magic times. Yeah, it's just, and they're really cool, but they're (laughs) not very nice. And they're just like, hey man, like, do you want some cream in there? Do you want to taste the coffee? Right. So they just act like that. And then everything's really sleek and gray Mm -hmm. and white. And there's like a lot of raw wood tables and succulents yeah so this is like it's like a uh it's a recreation of like the kind of place that wizards used to mm-hmm. hang out in yeah yeah okay coffee shop what does it have a name wiz and co wiz and co nice i like it wiz <laughs> no, and co. uh okay and then there's the fortune teller and portrait artist i think she has a name cartwin zingtonge Whoa. I can't even say that. Holy shit. Cartwain Zane Tom. Can we please go back to the times when we just called everyone Gary? Nope. Car- <laughs> Cartwain Zane Chonge. Yeah, do you want me to spell it? Let's do it. C A R T W Y N. Cartwain. Oh, Cartwain. And Zane Tonge is uh, X. Oh, shit. A I T O N G E. Oh, my God. I hate elf names so much. Oh, so hard. Carting Wing John. <laughs> So, yeah, you're heading down to the Western Yesterland Amusement Park, and you, you, it takes a while to get there. It's on the other side of the mall. As you get closer, traffic starts turning more towards where you're going, and then after a while, you're, you've joined a flood of people entering the Yesterland Amusement Park. At, at the front, there's a sign that says, Yesterland, the yesterday of today, and uh, it's got like a statue <laughs> of... <laughs> I know. It's so <laughs> It's got like a um, a statue of a wizard out front, which we have now established. Sometimes wore checkered shirts and glasses and <laughs> a big beard, indeterminate facial features, but very like angry eyebrows mm-hmm. and arms outstretched. But it's sort of, you know, its torso will move to the side and jerkily stop. And then like its arms will jerkily move down and then it'll twist back the other way and it lifts its arms up and it just does this cycle. It looks like the arms aren't up in like a position of power but more like apathy like whatever man <laughs> and it's the Who least cares? magical thing that most people have ever imagined in their lives it's the jerkiest yeah. jerkiest clunkiest piece of <laughs> yeah it's just like <laughs> yeah it's super analog yeah <laughs> what runs that thing? there may be an elf inside <laughs> <laughs> True love says John Sitting in there pumping his arms and legs so fast Uh, Yeah so you you pass through into the Yesterland Amusement Park And the actual inside of this place uh, At least the room it's contained in Because it's all indoors Is pretty impressive It's all glass ceilinged So the light is streaming in through these innumerable panes of glass Kind of like at the front, what was holding up the different levels of balcony. There's huge like brass metal pillars that are kind of spaced throughout the entire corridor, which is gigantic. So uh, is the panes of glass are on the ceiling? Yeah, it's okay. a glass ceiling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a conservatory. But I believe in the power of women. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I get a timestamp on that one, Wes? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of women at the, stuck on little things at the top banging on the... <laughs> Let us through. And then um, outside, there's a bunch of men walking around. It's pretty nice up here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Uh, my name is Sean O'Hara. I am the game master, and with me are players Jessica, my dudes, Abdul. I'm bigger than you in the real world. Now fuck it, fuck you up if you take away my imaginary guitar. <laughs> and guest player Mark Robertson. It's <clears throat> mostly my wife's house. Welcome to Spell Lore, everybody. Pretty good theme song. And so ends the tale of Adventures Three, who tried the best they can. Though dumb and scared and lost they be, for times abreast in revelry. And though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will not leave you without a resolution. Return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly spout There was a portrait artist, right? Caricature artist at West Hampton Mall. Uh-huh. And his name was Claude St. Ange. Oh, yeah. cool. It's the real guy. Nice. I use the name Veranda because I can see one outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, he also could have been named a Rusty Box Spring. <laughs> <laughs> because that's also sitting on the that, veranda. That sounds like like a World of Warcraft gnome name. Dirty Blue Tarp. 